What up? Welcome back to the Seller Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boy, joined as always by Glenn Enos Jr. and Matthew Sousa. Yo! What's happening, boys? I'll tell you what's happening. This is uh, a bittersweet day. Mm. Sweet because the Super Bowl is this weekend. We got mm. a super pod. Bitter. Super pod. Because this is going to be the last episode recorded in the Stellar Cellar. In the Stellar Cellar, not yeah. of not the of the Stellar Cellar. In the Stellar in Cellar. In the Stellar Cellar. Because uh, I'm moving out of my parents' house. Oh, yeah. shit. Yep. Getting an apartment this weekend. Well, I mean, I've, I've had the apartment, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm moving in. Give the uh, give the listeners your address. Yeah, so I was just going to ask. They can egg your house. Uh, no. Oh. Give me your address. I'm on the third floor, so you got to have good aim, number one. You know my aim with eggs. Yeah, I know. No, we're not talking about that here. Okay. All right. That's, a, that's for another podcast. Yeah, that's for another podcast. So, this is Super Bowl week, which means we have a lot of games to go over. Yeah, we haven't talked about football or anything. We haven't. Every time we see each other, we just don't talk about anything yeah. until we come on the podcast. We just sit in the same room and... It's part quiet. of the, the plan. We don't want to say anything that we might want recorded, yeah. you know? It's just like uh, actors or, in reality, or filming a movie. We should like have a reality TV. The government. We, have a, we should have a reality TV camera yeah. following us around. At all times. If we're being honest. Yeah. So but if anyone's out there willing to do that... Feel you know, free. Yeah. We're not going to pay. No. Nope. I don't have money to do that. Exactly. But yeah, the Super Bowl is this weekend. San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, who thought of that? Um, Glenn? No, I don't know the Chiefs. Uh, I the Ravens. We were all halfway there. Yeah. yeah. Mason and I have the Chiefs. Glenn has the 49ers. Yeah. But if you remember the rest of our brackets, holy hell, they Shitty. stink. Shitty. Let's, let's go all the way back to the wild card. <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's talk about these games. Obviously, it's been a few weeks, so we're a little... Not super brushed up on the detail, the intricacies of the Yeah, I'm not going to remember every detail from every game, but I'm going to remember some details. But we remember, the, remember broad, the broad strokes, you know what I mean? Oh, the broad strokes. Yeah, the broad strokes. I like those strokes. Of a, a brush, like a paint. You know, you're painting. Get your mind out of the gutter, you sick fuck. Bob Ross. Yeah. Um, we're gonna start. Strokes. We're going to start when the Bills visit the Texans. Oh, I got something to say. And uh, the Bills... Did they have that Let game? They, did Josh Allen oh. and the Bills have that game, or did they have that they game? They owned they that game. They and, owned it. And then what happened? And then they lost. And I was right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Man, let me just say this. I mean, I, I don't even think I watched any of these games start to finish. Oh, I thought you were a football fan. I am, but, you know. Oh. Huh. Only watch when it's convenient for uh, your time. Only watch when it's convenient for my oh, time. Gotcha. Um, oh, gotcha. The Bills... I also didn't have all the channels either. Oh. I have an antenna. I don't pay for cable. Like, I get Fox yeah, and, and like yeah, an ABC, antenna, NBC. Like SpongeBob. Do you con- yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you consider PlayStation View? Money. It's only 10 bucks. Did you consider... What? Yeah. I thought everything was at least 50 bucks, no. like YouTube TV. PlayStation View is like 10 bucks or it's something. Can you confirm? Bucks. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I had it. It's not 10 bucks. Okay, how much is it? <laughs> it's like uh, 50 bucks. Okay. <laughs> See, well, you see, I've been lied to. No, it, it's. Uh, I think it's like ten bucks if you pay for like three channels, like basic cable. But the the, gotcha. the packages that you need. Well, see, still be worth it because at least you don't have to have. You want to watch Sunday Night Football? You don't have to have Haley stand on the TV with the fucking antenna in her hand. No, like, we don't. Haley, a little bit to the right, 
little bit to the left. We don't have to do that. Perfect. We just don't have the channel. No, we have um, a couple of them, but I don't have like ESPN or NFL Network. So you have like the local channels where they have like um, you know like uh, council meetings and stuff. <laughs> um. I think I, I even know about I that. Charter. I have some random channels. Um, it's whatever the towers can give me in the area. Dude, back in the day, my dad used to fiend the fucking town meetings. Really? Yeah, well, because he, he, uh, he works for the town. Oh, Jim Hartnett on a, TV. I don't think Jim was deal. on TV. Uh, Is that when they would have it at our uh, freaking media center, the library in the high school? No. That's something No, else. those are That'd those be on TV. PTO meetings. Oh. They film those, too. I remember seeing them on TV. I remember they, they put um, my basketball... And like rookie league, big game on the local broadcast. Really? Yeah, and I was like eight years old. <laughs> I scored six points. Nice. Yeah. On national. Showing court. out. Put that yeah. in, the Glenn, in the Glenn Jr. mix. And like, they weren't like easy passes. <laughs> they were like, you know, like mid range jumpers. You had to work for them. Except I didn't jump. I just fucking hucked it at the backboard and <laughs> went in. Speaking of hucking yeah. balls, let's talk about Josh Allen. Okay. That was a good segue. It was. Because this man, now I forget the exact play before this. But, right, fact of the matter is, I think the Bills went up 16 nothing. Yeah, they were up 16-0. And then that was all they scored, right? No. No, they, they scored the uh, field goal in overtime. I they? think they scored a field They definitely didn't oh. have, like, 20-something points. I don't... Did I watch that game? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they, they scored a field goal. They kicked a field goal last second. So, eventually, eventually yeah. the Texans took the lead, and... The Bills, I forget exactly the situation, but they had what seemed like their final drive, and they blew it. And right then and there, the game seemed over, and that's what I think fucked Josh Allen, because I think everything was taken out of him. He's like, oh, we lost. But then the defense, the good defense, gave him another chance, but he was already defeated, and it showed because he made such dumb decisions. That's just him. Mm. The coaching. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think the coaching... Why would you leave Josh Allen alone in the backfield by himself making decisions when he's clearly fucking up? And he fucked up over and over. Because he's a He got bailed out a little bit, got some first downs, but still looked like trash. He had the yips, man. He's the quarterback. Usually the quarterback's the guy who stands in the backfield and leads the team. Alone. Devin Singletary was actually doing good stuff. They had plenty of time to run the ball. All they needed to do was get a field goal, hand him off the fucking ball a when couple times. To, when you're trying to win the game, no. do you want your, you want the ball in the hands of your running back or apparently your uh, perennial all-star quarterback? When you see what Josh Allen did, now he had a great I think 20 to 30 yard rush on like the, on that drive like to, to start it off. Like, oh my god. And then all of a sudden, when he had beyond the first down and then some what does he do as he's getting tackled? He fucking chucks it back. He yeeted it. He yeets it for a lateral. And <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh, yeah. That shows you right there that he was panicked the whole time. And it showed and he wasn't able to get it done. Like I said he had the yips, man. It was a combination of both things. Both Josh Allen being, uh, in the words of Craig, full, full diaper. diaper. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Sean McDermott just not being ready for the moment. Uh, because some of the play calls in the fourth quarter there were really bad. I just don't. Like, they had plenty of time to run the ball, even a couple times, and they didn't. Even though Josh Allen was making these close call plays and, and terrible throws, I mean, he'd get himself bailed out in third downs a couple times, but, like, he showed you enough bad stuff to where you're like, all right, we got to get some other people involved here, maybe even an end around or something. But they didn't, and it ran out of steam, and they lost when they should have won. I'll tell you what, Deshaun Watson made a play, though, at, at the end to get that first down to put him in uh... Dude, how about his range? run? His run for the touchdown. 
when they went ahead. Yeah, that was a good. When he fucking shrugged off like three people. I think you're. I think you're thinking of the same play I'm thinking of. Well, that wa- wasn't for the first down though. Did we watched the game. That the was one, a touchdown. Wasn't the one, it? no, the one where you like broke two tackles when he dropped back, and then he found the tight end for the first down, and that put him in the game-winning field goal range. Was that when he was like flexing on the sidelines? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's that's the right play. We didn't watch the game. No. <laughs> well, it's been three weeks. Well, yeah, that was because um, I had the Bills winning, so I had some stock in them. Yeah, same. And uh, and it pissed me off. The Texans won though, and they uh, went to face the Ravens. So that was the wild no. card game. So, no, they went to face the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm looking because, at the because, you know, because, you know why they went to face the Chiefs? I know why, but I want Mason to tell us. Yeah, the reason why they went to beat, they went <laughs> to face the Chiefs, is because the writing was on the wall. As I said, going into the playoffs, the Patriots lost to Derrick Henry. Literally took Ryan Tannehill and put him on his motherfucking back. He put the whole eleven guys on offense yeah, on his back. Legit. And still ran all through the Patriots. Yeah, and defense. still picked up two hundred yards. That's, it was still over two hundred, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And Tannehill had under hundred so, yards passing or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is there to say, man? Like at the end of the day See, here's the thing. The Patriots, I think, in that game had the opportunity to win. When they picked off Ryan Tannehill and they had the ball on like the five yard line, mm. and that they, was a key goal. They were stop. at they were up what 10-7, I think, right? Oh, yeah, they were up yeah. ten because they ended up losing fourteen thirteen. Yeah, they were up ten seven. No, they ended up losing twenty one thirteen. Pick six. Oh, oh fuck! Brady's God. last throw is going to be a pick six. That's great. Oh stop! I don't want to think about that. Uh, so his last throw will be with the Jets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Enough. We can talk about that later. All right, sorry. So, the problem there is that they needed to punch the ball in there to go up 17-7, to and then it wouldn't have allowed the Chiefs to run as much as they needed to because they needed to conserve the clock a little bit more. Yeah, but, Chiefs. Good point. Uh, Titans, mm. sorry. Um, but I didn't even they didn't punch the ball in. They settled for a field goal, and then the rest is history. We know what happened. Um, and honestly, I think the Titans really could have run away with that game if they didn't go away from the run with Derrick Henry for, like, the middle two quarters. Because, for whatever reason, they stopped running the ball with Henry for, like, most of the second quarter and the beginning of the third quarter as well, which made absolutely zero sense because he was shredding the Patriots. Even. He was he had to average, like, six or seven yards per carry. Like, easy. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's put him in these really... Uh, second and short, third and short situations where the Patriots' defense had had opportunities to get stops, but Derrick Henry is an animal, and you're not going to stop that guy Beast. for two yards. I'm sorry, you're just not going to do it, especially at the level that he was playing at. It's just not going to happen. You had to keep them in third and long situations, and they couldn't do that. And that's very unlike Bill to scheme out the best player because – or, or was he um, scheme-proof, Derrick Henry? No, here's the thing. And I'm like, a, what I'm, did they do? What was their plan? I don't know. I'm going to paint a picture for you here. That game um, was not as much won by Derrick Henry as it was lost by the Patriots. Derrick Henry did the damn thing, okay? Mm. But in a game like that, like, if you're Bill Belichick facing the Titans, like, that is, like, ideal situation for a game. Like, with Henry running out the clock... They only put up 14 points. Like, Tannehill only threw 78 yards. 
But Derrick Henry was just, you know, moving the ball. They get into field goal range, do whatever. But it wasn't like they scored, like, 30 on the back of Derrick Henry. Right. Mm. It was the Patriots offense that couldn't do anything against the Titans. <laughs> Edelman with a huge drop. Yep. Um, That goal line stand was, like, probably play of the game. Also, the play calls there I didn't really like. No. As well. Nope. The fucking... Uh, those shovel passes to the outside and whatnot. I mean, granted, I forget what his name is. That linebacker. Dude, he had two touchdown-saving tackles. linebacker on the Titans made two really good plays yeah, to did. stuff the Patriots on that. He did. Um, and, I mean, credit to him because those were, those were game-saving plays. But at the end of the day, I don't think those play calls were good at all. Nope. I mean, they ran the ball three straight times. you gotta give the you got to give the ball to Tom at least once. In that situation, not uh, not capitalizing on the interception, like you said earlier. Yeah, that's that was the killer right there. That's big. Um, I give credit though to Mike Vrabel when he did that clock running out shit to bring it down to like two minutes. Oh or yeah, like he five played. Minutes. He played Belichick that's, his own game. Like unbelievable. Is that the deal, the deal with the penalty and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. So it was like it, it was like it was like you can't get about. like two back to back penalties, like two offsides penalties, so they have to be something else. So it's like, but the clock will keep running under until it gets to five minutes in the fourth quarter, mm. and then it stops. So he brought the clock. He killed like he killed like two and a half minutes. Yeah, with that. Penalty it was like nonsense. I think there was like seven and a half minutes left. So what, what was the consequence of doing that? He killed two and a half minutes. No, for his team, didn't he? Like he brought the clock. They were going to punt. They were, were going to punt, punt anyway. Yeah. So basically, he what he did is yeah. he, gave, he gave them. Genius. I think they took they took an offsides, or a, a false start. Yeah. I'm pretty sure intentionally. And then they took a delay a game. Yeah. In addition to the fact, and then backed them up, which I think actually helped them a little bit because I think they were at like the fifty. Oh yeah. So yeah, give yeah. their punter also a little bit more room to play with as well. As good as Derrick Henry was, though, that punter was like the MVP of the game. He pinned them back at least three times in that game. Yeah. Like within the five yard line. But I mean, like we said, I've been saying all year. I feel like the writing was on the wall with the Patriots' offense. Um, you know. The problem with them was mm. that oh, yeah. they were the beneficiary of playing really bad teams at the beginning of the season. And also, because they were playing those bad teams, not only did their offense look better, but their defense had a ridiculous amount of turnovers, which gave the offense short fields. I remember hearing a stat like week yeah. 9 or 10 that the Patriots' offense itself hadn't had like a sustained drive over midfield in like four or five games because the defense was so good that it right. kept setting them up at like midfield or yeah, closer. Field. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so I mean, never had to prove themselves. I, I, I wasn't surprised when they lost. I was surprised. I, I, I mean, obviously I, I like, I was surprised a little bit, but at the same time, like I said, I feel like I could kind of see it coming just and the defense had started to unravel. I feel toward the end of the season, dude. You couldn't obviously you couldn't stop fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, but they also Tannehill oh, throwing, only throwing for seventy eight yards too. But he made some big third down conversions. Like those are a few drives that he sustained yeah. and they kept going um, from his Tannehill third and, down. And plays. the Patriots couldn't stop the run all year, and the weather was shitty. And as soon as, as soon as I heard the weather report that it was going to be shitty weather, I was like, Derrick Henry is going to run fucking train on the Patriots this week <laughs> this weekend. They did. And he did. So Derrick Henry was great. Um, I got more supporters on the Derrick Henry fan club after that game. I'm in. So now the Titans Me too. had to go to the Ravens in the AFC. But before we get to that, uh, that same weekend on Sunday, oh. another number six seed upset at a three seed. 
the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I just want to give a personal fuck you to the Saints, man. Yeah. Fuck y'all, dog. My second season shit got ruined <laughs> because of the fucking Saints. Shit. It's dumb. Which sucks because I have a bunch of Chiefs on my team too. So half my team is viable. The other half's in the fucking dumpster. Thanks, Drew Brees. Yeah. Thanks, anus mouth, Sean Payton. And I'm glad I'm not seeing Alvin Kamara going to the Super Bowl and looking like the next best thing since sliced bread. And everyone's talking about him postseason, forgetting the fact that he sucked <laughs> the whole season. But that's did he suck here though? There. I, did he really have a bad year? <sighs> it wasn't no. awful. He didn't, he didn't suck. He wasn't like Juju or David Johnson. Yeah, thanks. You know, it's funny, is I was, I was looking, you, you tagged me in the picture today on Instagram, saying that we're doing the podcast tonight, and I was looking through my other pictures, and then the three in a row, that was like our preseason rankings, and I had David Johnson as like my number five back, and I wanted to fucking smack, I wanted, I almost oh, jumped yeah. out of my the window at work. <laughs> he was in like oh everyone's top God. ten, don't feel bad. But now he's I had the, here. I disrespected my boy, white Jesus, Christian McCaffrey, and put him at number three. Oh, behind Zeke or Barkley? Zeke or? and Barkley, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah. White Jesus. You learned a mistake. Yeah. yeah, who were we talking about? We were talking about the Saints being frauds. Oh, yeah, they no, lost. Big, big frauds. Yeah, and then you know what Kirk said afterwards, right? Dude. You like that? I fucking <laughs> loved like it. I'm not, you know me, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins fan. You like the attitude. But you are really not a big Saints fan. I'm really not a big Saints fan. And here's the thing, like, the Saints... Drew Brees, great team, great quarterback, all-time quarterback, all-time head coach. Gene Warren, motherfucker. They've won uh, one Super Bowl. Because of a hurricane. Because of a natural (laughs) disaster. (laughs) The NFL had to feel bad for them, so they gifted them a Super Bowl. And then you put Drew, and people are like, well, how come Drew Brees isn't in the NFL 100 for quarterback? You know why? Because he sucks. He's regular season. Stat stuffer. Dome quarterback. Dome quarterback. Fucking, he's Drew, Drew Bledsoe. I'm going to steal this line from Maddox. He's Drew Bledsoe with a scar on his face. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Drew Brees has a scar on his face? Yeah, you, never, you ever seen Drew Brees? He's always wearing a helmet. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. He seems like a, he's a very um, high-end glorified game manager. Is what he kind of seems like. I don't think he's a game nah. manager. That, that's he puts the team on his back, you think? Oh, yeah. Prime Drew Brees? Even wow. now, Drew Brees. In the regular season, you know, he's completing 75% of his passes. I think it's more on Sean Because he's someone Payton. who doesn't drop the ball. Sean Payton has always been touted as this very good coach ever since they won the Super Bowl. But Trash ass. Man, he has not done shit. The only thing he's done since they won the Super Bowl is get suspended for fucking targeting players. All right, well, they got screwed last year. Oh. And that was the NFC Championship, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, listen. Yes, No, you know what? You know what? You know what? Thing they did get screwed. Okay, on that penalty call, but they had a chance to win the game in overtime. It was Drew Brees though. Oh, off his back foot, overtime in a clutch moment. Interception. Yeah, yeah, but really, really bad. They should have won though. But they did. Just like the Patriots should have beat the Chiefs. You can't just say, oh, but you had another chance. It doesn't matter. That another chance should have even counted because I already should have won. But it did. It but it, did. Did. it so, does. So you can fuck him over ten times, and you're just gonna say, "Well, we gave you an eleventh chance to win, and you blew it." Yeah. And you're just gonna disregard everything else. Yeah. That's bull. That's BS. No, it's not. I'm sticking up for my boy Wes. Fuck him. <laughs> Saints fan. Fuck him. All yeah. right. So. Uh, uh, the Vi- oh, so back to the Vikings. Yeah. Um, 
Kirk Cousins did the damn thing. He went into everyone down Kirk Cousins about saying he can't win a big game. That's about as big as game you're going to get in uh, the Superdome against New yeah. Orleans Saints. Big NFC powerhouse team that was supposed to go to the Super Bowl and the Minnesota Vikings knocked it off. Remember the beginning? Of, remember the beginning of the season? Yeah, I said, Kirk Cousins, like this is the year you need to prove your worth. If they can get to NFC Championship with Case Keenum, and now oh, they have yeah. Kirk Cousins, like what the fuck are you doing? Last year they went eight, seven, and one and missed the playoffs. This was the year for Kirk to prove himself. He, tried. he gets a big win against the Saints. Kirk Cousins has what it takes to get a big win, and he did. It's like a coin flip with him. Sometimes it's good. A lot of times it's bad, too. He's like Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get, man. Last game on that wild card weekend for Sunday, um, Seattle Seahawks beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I picked the Eagles to win that one. I thought they'd be able to at least uh, win that one. You think Carson Wentz would leave the game? No. With an injury? No. But also, the Seahawks were very good. Yeah, what was the score of that one? Was it like a blowout? 17-9, I think, was the final score. Oh, it wasn't that bad. DK Metcalf had a very good game. I was really expecting the Eagles to run a lot on them, like Miles Sanders and stuff. See, here's the thing. Uh, once Carson Wentz left the game, I knew the Seahawks were going to win because the Eagles don't have Nick Foles anymore. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They traded their best quarterback. I mean, quarterback. Credit, credit to Josh McCown. He had like he had a really bad injury that he played through, didn't he? Yeah, I forgot. He, uh, what was it? I don't oh, remember. Oh, his like, his, his, like, hamstring was, like, ripped off the bone or something. Yeah. And he, like, played through the whole game. And Carson went, you know, got hit in the head. My <laughs> knee hurts. Oh, was my, my knee hurts. Yeah, well, the hit, the hit on him was from Jadavion Clowney. That hit was bad, though. It was a bad hit. That was a really bad hit. I'm not going to say it hit. wasn't a bad hit. Did no. you see it? No. Uh, so, basically, no. uh, Jadavion Clowney, like, what was it? Carson Wentz was, like, already down. And, like, Jadavion Clowney was, like, tackling him. And then he, like, basically fucking headbutted him. <laughs> Like While he was already being tackled, essentially. Huh. It was bad. So it was like the second move was, the first was tackle him, and then you know, You know how Conor McGregor did that? that shit to that dude's shoulder a few weeks back, or the shoulder a few weeks back, that dude's face, Cowboy Cerrone? I know. Okay, never mind then. I watched that fight. I live under Life. a rock. Really? Yeah. Yeah, who'd you watch it with? Um, uh, Chelsea's cousin's boyfriend. Oh, I see. Did you say Hector Cerrone? No, Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, okay. Was that the the, the, the fight where you knocked him out in under a minute or something? Yeah, forty seconds. Okay, no, I didn't see it. Okay, well, any I so I that can't make that analogy. Carson Wentz. Forty <laughs> seconds of the game, he gets knocked out. I can't make that analogy, <laughs> but still, that's rough. That dude is uh, he's an injury walking. Well, limping. Yeah. In in all reality, the Eagles didn't deserve to be in the playoffs anyway. Let's just say what it is. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. So, next round, divisional round, the the division. Uh, well, you guys want to start AFC again? Or are we going to keep it in the AFC? What was the yeah, first yeah. game? It was... Um, I think it was a carrot. It's got to be Titans, right? No, it was 49ers and Vikings. Yes. And then it was, oh, really? was Titans-Ravens. So, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do it in order. Really? Well, I mean, there's not really much to say about 49ers and, and Vikings. So, here's the thing. As much as I was praising Kirk and, you know, what he did against the Saints, he didn't show up against 49ers. Oh, they got embarrassed. <laughs> well, the 49ers, I should say, were ready for their asses. Mm. Dalvin Cook. They've been ready. Locked down. Kirk Cousins, locked down. Adam Thielen, locked down. That's when you put the, the Akon jail bar noise. <laughs> Shout out to the Usos from WWE. Usos. Um, yeah, 49ers were ready uh, for the Vikings. They've always been and ready. And they, they put a whooping on them. Jimmy G looked good. Uh, that yeah. defense looked good. Mm. And the 49ers powered their way easily to the NFC Championship. But then on Saturday night, we got to see the MVP, Lamar Jackson, facing the Tennessee Titans, who just coming off the biggest win of the season against the Patriots. 
Who are they going to be afraid of? They're going to be afraid of Lamar Jackson? They're going to be Tom Brady no. and Bill Belichick. And the boogeyman. That's a trigger word That's for Mason. That's disgusting. Don't say that. They're going to be afraid of Lamar Jackson? No. no. Hell no. You know why? Because they got... Derrick Henry in that game. If you didn't get a hard-on from watching Derrick Henry in the Patriots game, bro, you fucking jizzed your pants when you watched Derrick Henry against the Ravens. Oh, dude, when, when he threw that touchdown pass, Brennan oh. was over, we were watching the game together. And we both stood up. We were like, let's go! We were like high-fiving and shit. I was like, that was awesome! And like, I, honestly, like I needed the Ravens to continue for my second season stuff. Yeah, I, I picked the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. Silly me. I should have known that uh, Lamar Jackson was uh, fake was fake good. But um, Derrick Henry and the Titans again socked him in the mouth. Derrick Henry not only ran the ball, he threw a touchdown. Yeah, that was awesome. Did he? Do you, I do you watch the? I didn't watch that game until the end. I, I did not watch that game. It was what Saturday. Yeah, but I who cares? Busy. Went out. To do what? Football. Uh, I went out to eat. That was the weekend they celebrated Haley's birthday for like the third weekend in a row. Oh yeah, that was the oh, all weekend. Haley, that was is, all weekend. What's up? Is Haley one of those girls that like has a birthday month? No, that's Glenn. This is just a weekend. Damn. What if I ever had a birthday? You month? always brought it up back in like high school. That was a thing. Like, oh, it's, it's my birthday month. Like, usually that's how you got Mason a drive or something. What? That's I just a random example. No, but it's something I just drove all the time anyway. No, there was one time that Glenn, <laughs> a few years back, we he, I kept driving to go pick up the pizza. Every... What? <laughs> what are you saying? I have no idea. Tom Brady. I have. That every oh yeah my heat was busted. He kept saying, <laughs> kept saying his heat was busted. All right, all right. for like literally three win- months. And I was like, winter. damn, you still haven't gotten your heat fixed. And eventually it was like April, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I was like, we got in his car, and I think it was like really hot, and he had like the AC on. I was like, oh, your heat doesn't work, but at least your AC does. And he was like, oh my heat, and I was like, yeah, your heat doesn't work. He goes, oh, I got that fixed months ago. I was like, what the fuck, dude? All right, initially, my heat didn't work. Okay, it was yeah, cold. Yeah, they got it fixed within a few days. Oh no, no, I went like a good like month and a half with no heat. Uh huh. Mm, I don't know. I feel like you're padding the time no, here. No, it was a long time. I was cold, man. I was cold. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. But, um, cold ass world, bro. That yeah, that's whack. You guys like to exaggerate stories a little bit. Okay. Oh, saying my birthday month, saying I you know had no heat for four months, which doesn't even last four months. I didn't say about your birthday month. <laughs> he did. I bet I could ask Chelsea and she'd agree. She don't. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's birthday month or not. You know. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking oh, yeah, about Derrick Henry the game. Uh, undressing the Ravens defense. Oh, oh dude. How about, how about uh, Earl Thomas and or before the week started? Oh, he was like, uh, you know, I guess that you know, was great. He said, you know, it looks like the Patriots. You know, they weren't really trying to tackle him. You know, they didn't really. Oh. And then he just got fucking. It's like he spun him around. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you know, yeah. like when basketball players put the ball on their finger and like spin him around yeah. like that. He, Derrick Henry basically did that to Earl Thomas. With, with <laughs> that's a, that's the thing that's scary about Henry is it doesn't even look like he's trying when he does that. He, like he literally just took him out. He's big. He's, he's huge. fast too. Yeah. Fast for his massive, size. bro. Yep. And um, Lamar Jackson got exposed. The Ravens. All year, every time they went for it on fourth fourth down, they converted. Every time? Every time. Damn. In that game against the Titans, pretty sure they went 0 for 2 on fourth down. Good. Mm. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that What's the thing? The Ravens are a team 
because of how superb their run game is as a whole between Lamar, Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, who I feel like a lot of people kind of – I know we don't because he's like Barry Sanders on steroids, but mm. – uh, a lot of people sleep on Mark Ingram. I feel he's good. as like how good of a running back he is, and I he feel like good. he was he was kind of, you know, like he was really low key good in in New Orleans. But like this year, I feel like he really got a lot of respect that he he's deserved for a while. Um, and but that but that that run game on that team is really good, and they're built. I feel as an offense to play from ahead. Yep, they're a classic team where. Mm. The run game is such a big part of their offense, and the QB option is such a big part of their offense that if they can't use it on almost every play, you are severely huh. crippling them. So a one-trick pony. We saw that earlier in the year when they bit. faced the Chiefs in the regular season. They got down by more than two scores. The whole game, they were trying to catch up to Pat Mahomes. You know, scoring touchdowns and stuff. At the end, they made a push, but it wasn't enough. Lamar Jackson isn't going to be the quarterback to throw you back into a game. Yeah. At least not yet. Not yet. I he mean, has, yeah. he has developed. This year. He developed even over this year. We talked about it before. He's developed. Yeah. He's be, he's from the beginning of the season to now. He's a better passer. Yes. But it, he's just not there yet, where he can actually you can put the ball in his hands in the pocket, and he can go win you a game. What, what's scary about him is he's only going to get better. That's yeah, the thing. I agree. The legs aren't going anywhere. He's still going to have that speed, but his arms going to get better. His decision making is going to be mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um, this these next like upcoming two to three years, this is gonna be like, this is now when the Ravens have to win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Pat Mahomes ain't going anywhere. Yeah, um, but you got to figure as Lamar Jackson's career goes down the road, he's gonna start running less, like most mobile quarterbacks do, like a Cam Newton or Russell Wilson. But the question is, can you adjust like Russell Wilson and become a better pocket passer, exactly. or? Are you going to taper off a little bit and become more like Cam Newton? But I'm saying while Lamar Jackson's still young and has that ability to do it, if he mixes both of them together and can start making the throws that he needs to do, watch it's out. The perfect he can storm. win MVP for the next three years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but that Saturday night... That was a Derrick Henry show, baby. That was a Derrick Henry show. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe he didn't see his passing touchdown. No, not even on Twitter awesome. or anything. It was, it was, it was so a direct awesome. snap to Derrick Henry. And, like, it looked like he was going to run it. Tight end fucking leaks out, and he jumped passes like oh, Tim Tebow. okay. I, I think <laughs> I did see that. And he fucking hits him awesome. in the back of the end zone. <laughs> You're right. I yelled. I yelled at that. So did I. Me and Brendan were like, ah! <laughs> um, so now the six-seed Titans <laughs> won that game, and they're heading Good. to the AFC I mean, Championship. That made me so happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I hate Fuck the Ravens. Um, and then that Sunday, the first game was... Oh. Um, it was... Chiefs, huh? Chiefs and Texans. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Dude. Yeah. Oh. You know what's funny? That kind of made me mad. Is that bit. about this game? Is that the Texans obviously blew a ridiculous? They blew twenty-four. Twenty-four nothing. And Brendan was chirping the shit out of Craig. Oh. And I remember. I remember. I was at the gym, and Craig was wanting to kill himself. And I texted in our group chat, and I was like, "Still a lot of time left, guys." Yeah, there was. Like and there middle was middle of the second quarter. It was, it was the first think, quarter. No, it was the first Not quarter. Either. They were up twenty. The end of the first quarter. First quarter. First quarter. Yep. Yeah, plenty of fucking time. And that just goes to show, man, just how good and dynamic of a player Pat Mahomes is, and how good and dynamic that offense is on that team. Because it doesn't matter what the fucking score is, they are never out of a game. 
It also goes to show how bad of a head coach <laughs> yeah. Bill O'Brien is. Who just got uh, named GM of the Texans oh, for some reason. GM? Yeah. Wow. Now he's GM and coach. He's B- he, Bill, it's like, Bill it's Belichick. Like, yeah, it's like he's trying to be Bill Belichick so bad. And like originally people thought he'd be like the next Bill Belichick. He's not even fucking close. It's like when you say, he's Bill Mom, I want Bill Brian. Belichick. And Mom says, we have Bill Belichick at home. Yeah. And Bill Belichick at home is Bill O'Brien. It's like store, it's like store brand Bill <laughs> Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you go to the dollar store, you're like, like, oh man, they got Bill Belichick here. And it just says, and you're like, Bill O'Brien. Or it's yeah. like when you ask for an iPod for Christmas, you get an MP3 player. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's the Zune. same thing. A Zune. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Zune. Jesus Christ. I got no. a sand disc. Like, Bill O'Brien is like closer to the Jason Garrett spectrum oh. than... Bill Belichick. Yeah, I agree. I like it. They're up. To, uh, first of all, they're up twenty-one nothing. Is that the same spectrum as the autistic spectrum? See why you got it. <laughs> why can't we just? Why can't we just get through a podcast without you saying anything offensive to our public? That's not offensive. It's offensive to Bill O'Brien and maybe Jason Garrett, but. Back to Bill O'Brien being shit. Mason Truggs. In the first quarter, you're up 21-0 in the Chiefs' kingdom of Arrowhead Stadium. Like, the crowd's silent. They can't believe what's happening. Well, actually, you're up 21-0. I I thought you said 24. I said 21. I don't remember. I was getting to that point. I don't remember. This guy fucking... (laughs) Do you watch football? They're up 21-0. They have the ball in Chiefs' territory, like right around like the 30-something yard line. And they get stopped on fourth down, so now it's like fourth and one. They decide to kick a field goal instead of going for it in that situation. If I am the head coach, I already have a 21-0 lead. I can put my foot on the gas because it's only the first quarter. It's not like it's deep in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. where you're saying, you know, this and that. You still have three more quarters left the game. Let's keep it rolling. We have them on the ropes. They decide to bail them out with a field goal. That right there, all the momentum switched. To the Kansas City Chiefs because they actually stopped them on defense. Yeah. They didn't let up a touchdown. They settled for a field goal where instead, if they go for that and then end up scoring a touchdown, now you're down 28 nothing. You're down four touchdown scores. The entire mentality of the Texans team changed as well because they went from playing to win to playing to not lose. Exactly. And you still have three quarters left in the game. Playing to not lose is when you're the... Here's the difference, Okay. The Atlanta Falcons were trying to play to win up 25 points in the third quarter. When in that situation, you play not to lose. You play conservatively. You don't do anything crazy out of the ordinary. That's a situation where you kick a field goal. Where you run the clock out. Where you do something, you know, very safe and conservative. In a game where it's the first quarter and you still have three quarters of football left to play, you keep playing until it comes to crunch crunch time and you can run out the Mm -hmm. clock and do everything else. That gave them life. The next was it the next play on the kickoff? No, because then the Chiefs scored in like under two minutes on the next drive. Mm -hmm. Pat Mahomes let a drive down. They got seven points. They kick it back off to the Texans. The guy on the kickoff fumbles it, and then the Chiefs get it back with a short field in the red zone. They just scored fourteen points in like less than three minutes. Yep. And then and that now was the game. And now it's 24-14. It's only a 10-point game. In the second midway through the second quarter. I know, it's like not quarter. even close to being over at all. Oh, my God. And like, they score 51 points. And right there, the whole momentum in the stadium changed. You got Pat Mahomes getting fired up. And once Pat Mahomes gets into a rhythm with the weapons he has, nobody's stopping him. I don't care if you're the Texans. I don't care if you're the Titans. I don't care anybody in the league. If he's in a rhythm and those guys are hot and they're feeding off momentum like that, nobody's stopping him. And the rest was history. They, they, I think they got outscored. 
like forty something to seven in the next in the next yeah. three quarters. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I hated to see it. I didn't want the Chiefs to win. But they did. Yeah, they. Yeah, I wanted the Chiefs to win. They well, suck. actually, no. I wanted to see the Texans and the Titans because I like divisional rivalries in big playoff games. I don't like the Texans. No, I don't. The Texans are one of those teams where, like, see, I like Pat Mahomes at least. I don't like Tyree Kill. Obviously, he's a dirtbag. I don't really like Travis Kelsey. He's a total tool. Mm. But uh, I like to see Pat Mahomes get a championship. Um, But as far as the Texans go, I just they're one of those teams where, like, they remind me of like the Bengals a few years back, where like they had a lot of talent. Like, back when Andy Dalton was actually pretty decent, they had a lot of talent, and they just never capitalized at all. Hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it's just, it must be absolutely maddening to be a, a Texans fan. Is that like the Saints? Kind of, yeah. Although well, I, no, but I it's okay, know. because if you ask Wes, they won 10 years ago. <laughs> they they, they won one. He saw yeah. them win a Super Bowl, so it's okay, okay if you ask him, okay? All right. Yeah, it's no, okay. you're right. You can go 10 years, but he saw one. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, you know what I mean, though? And, like, Bill mean. O'Brien's like a boob. He just fucks and, up and over Texans, and over again. And the Texans have been that team, like, at least the Bengals, like, they get to the playoffs, they can't win a game. The Texans will be that team that gets to the playoffs, wins a wild card round, and they're going any further. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll and win, the, a, and they'll the win a wild card game sometimes in, like, convincing fashion. Yeah, and, and, no, and nobody expects... The, the thing is, they don't go any further, but nobody expects them to go any further. Like, does anybody think the Texans are actually going to win that oh, game? Yeah. No. As soon as the Chiefs, like, I, I was I was at the gym, so I was, watch, like, watching the updates on my phone. And as soon as I saw the Chiefs score, I was like, Chiefs are going to win this game. I was like, there's no chance that the Texans are going to win. And, and back to the Texans, like, like being that team with no Super Bowl expectations. Like, do you ever start the season out and thinking, yeah, the Texans are going to represent the AFC? No. Everyone says the same thing nope. every year. They're like, Texans are good. They'll, they'll make some noise, maybe. But that's it. They're not going to be, like, an actual contender. Nope. When it, and, it, and it's crazy, like, the mindset of fan bases and football fans, where you have a team like the Cowboys, who this year you thought they could have had a chance to compete for a Super Bowl, and they end up not like every other year, but they have that expectation. The Texans oh, yeah. don't even come anywhere close. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so now, Chiefs win that game. They actually blow them out. I think yeah. they're the first team in... Kind of like, NFL history to be losing by 20 and then win a game by 20 in the playoffs. Yeah, they won like 52 to 24, right? That's so I, I think a good comp would be for the Texans would be um, the Vikings. And I would want to know what you, you guys think is uh, more well respected or has a better chance well, of getting further. I think the, I think the Texans. Vikings. Yeah. Really? You think so? I think so. Vikings have. They've had, had better records. They've had better, more success recently. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I guess, te- yeah, technically. Yeah, because yeah, they made it to the NFC made Championship. NFC Championship. That's true. And they're, the, they're a team where you kind of expect, I don't know, you know they're going to be good, you kind of... Like, like the, the Vikings are like a solid team. Like, when you think of them, you think wildcard playoff team. Yeah, but you don't think them like... like you, don't the think them as a, yeah, you don't think of them as a powerhouse Honestly, if, if Rodgers wasn't in that division, they'd probably be. They'd probably win the division every year. I mean... Oh, yeah. You know well, what I mean? Last year was the Bears, how good Lions, that defense was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, and then that that second game on Sunday, um, Packers and Packers Seahawks. and uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, um, that was actually it. Got to be a close game. The Packers went up early. They looked good at home. But Russell Wilson brought the brought the Seahawks back by by literally just sheer will. Did you see the <laughs> first down call? Oh, the Jimmy Graham one. Yes. Yeah. This is actually a game that I missed. 
I think I forgot. I, I didn't see it, but I saw the. Um, I saw the screenshot. Yeah. Was this snowing? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, one of the kids I work with is a Packers fan. He actually flew out to the game. Really? Yeah, he went. Wow. He said it was crazy. He came in on on Tuesday because he flew back home Monday, and he his voice sounded like this. It was all like <laughs> raspy and shit. I was like. I was like, damn, bro. Like, you sound a little raspy. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> the Chiefs game must have been crazy to be at. Especially when he thought you wasted 800 bucks. How about that guy who left? You yeah. see that on social media? No. The guy, like, I don't blame it. He, I guess. Like, he left when they were down 24 nothing. He made a video. He's like, can't do it. He's like, I'm leaving. As soon as he left, they came back. That's so, that hurts. Yeah. And the then, hell like, are you doing? Pat Mahomes, like, I guess he heard about the story, like, later that week. He was like, just tell, he's like, just watch the game from home next time. Oh, okay. I was throwing, <laughs> yeah, but I then the, Chief, the Chiefs, like, sent him some shit, too. Oh, that's what I thought you were going to say. I was going to be mad. Are you mad? A little bit. Why? Who cares? Yeah. It's funny. I'm just jealous. Doesn't get the notoriety. All right, so listen yeah. to this. So I heard, Dude, the Detroit Lions will send me shit. I heard this story. <laughs> I've been supporting since 2010. So I heard this story. Detroit's I didn't, his I, biggest fan. I, didn't I got look his fat into head this. in my room. Have you heard of Target Tory? Who? Didn't think so. Is that a porn star? Sounds like it. It's, um, <laughs> it sounds like it. I heard it at work. It's like the girl manager at Target in Swansea. I guess this guy made it, was bitching and moaning about this electric toothbrush that was on display, which happened to have like a, a price tag next to it of like a couple cents. So he tried to say, I'm buying this for like three cents because it said that. And they're like, oh, no, that's just on display. Blah, blah, blah. He made his huge hissy fit, uh, blasted the manager, Tori, on, on social media. And... Uh, Made kind of like a mockery of himself, but like blasted her on, on social media, and like she, they people started GoFundMe for her, and she got thirty thousand dollars. Holy shit! And that's bro. the kind of shit that, and that's just a little similar to this. Not thirty grand, but you know, feel bad for him. So let's just give him a bunch of stuff for free. No, they didn't feel bad for him. They're just like, thanks for being a fan, man. You know, yeah, a lot of other fans who paid more money oh and stayed God. the whole game. Are you gonna cry? Holy shit, dude! I don't. I just. I don't know. He's like, I have my own pair of Detroit Lions footy pajamas <laughs> at my house. And, and I paid for me it. And I paid for it. I didn't even get it for free. No, I don't know what it is. So maybe I got to see like Dr. Phil or something. He'll answer my question. <laughs> maybe. He'll how, do, does, he'll, how does that make you feel? He'll, he'll figure out what's wrong with me. No, he won't. But anyway. I can give you a diagnosis. You're just a, you're just a dickhead. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's no. Funny. So the, the Packers hang on against the Seahawks, and their season yet again is cut short. <laughs> Um, so now the Packers are going to the NFC Championships. We have both conference championship games. Tennessee Titans riding off Derrick Henry, um, heading into Arrowhead. And um, I'll tell you what, Titans made it a game early. They yeah. had a 10-point lead, and I was like, let's fucking go. Um, but eventually, when the Chiefs storm back, how good that offense is, you can't contain Pat Mahomes, they start playing with a little fire. Mm-hmm. They start putting up points. And... When Ryan Tannehill needed to shine and match for points, he couldn't. He couldn't. Surprising to anybody? Nah, no. They gave it a good effort, though. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Ryan Tannehill turned back into Ryan Tannehill. Who's Mariota? That's my question. Huh? Exactly. Marcus Mariota. What about him? Who is he? He's the backup He's for the backup Tennessee Titans. He's a scrub. No. He always yeah. was. Sounds like you got a problem with Marcus Mariota. No, I, I just kind of, I just think it's funny. You, know. you don't want the Titans to send him free gear? <laughs> he gets plenty of money as it is. He doesn't need free gear. Right. Um, so the Titans season is cut short, and the Chiefs advance to the Super Bowl. 
Derrick Henry, you are forever a legend in my eyes. Yeah, for real. If, if Pat Mahomes wasn't playing so good, Derrick Henry would be the playoff MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the NFC Championship, the 49ers, yet again, absolutely undressed the Green Bay Packers and proceeded to shove it up their ass. Yeah. Did anyone think that the Packers actually had a chance in this game? Because nope. I didn't. Oh, uh, well, apparently this I guy. Did. This guy. I did. Uh, I did not. What's that right there? You want to show me that? That prediction? says. Uh, the Packers defeat the 49ers in the NFC Championship, go to the Super Bowl, which I thought they would win. The Super Bowl. Did, did they? Did they win the NFC Championship? No, no. They, they didn't win the NFC Championship. So no. that means they won't be able to win the Super Bowl. That Oof. is correct. That you is are correct. correct. Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFC Championship threw the ball eight times. Channel com- channels in Ryan Dano and completed six passes. But that was because Raheem Moster turned into Barry into Sanders. Mark Ingram. Turned into yeah, turned into Mark Ingram, a, who turned who was Barry Sanders' father. Yep. Whoa, yeah. his father. Yeah. Uh, uh, you just call Barry Sanders my daddy. Pedro reference, I yeah, like that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> 49ers steamrolled the Packers. Good because the Packers were frauds. Not as good as the record said they were. Um, 49ers look good. One game away from the Super Bowl. I mean, sounds like a 13-3 and team. That's what they were, right? What? Yeah, but I feel like Lambeau is one of the best home field advantages you can have in the league. But what did they do in the NFC Championship? They got steamrolled. If they actually played a good game, I'd say, okay, the Packers were a good team. Yeah, they didn't win that game. But they shouldn't even have been on the same field. What was the score? I'm not sure what the final I saw that was, at the restaurant I was at like all night because we waited an hour and a half. That was the fourth weekend of celebrating Haley's birthday. <laughs> um, it's all the same weekend. The 49ers <laughs> of the Super Bowl to face the Chiefs. It is what you call oh, a man. marquee matchup because you have a powerhouse offense against a powerhouse defense. Mm. Usually in situations like this, defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Tom Brady. So let's talk about the Super Bowl. We finally made it. The Chiefs have their first appearance in over 50 years. That's crazy. Long awaited. Long awaited. That's crazy. Crazy, yo. That's crazy. That's crazy. Meanwhile, the 49ers are back in the Super Bowl yet again, uh, contending for their sixth Super Bowl championship. Mm. I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. So tough. Here's we're the picking the game right now. We're not going to talk about it first, then make our pick. No, I'm picking right we're now. Both. Picking right now. I'm picking right make now. Make your argument however way you want. So here's here's my thing. Okay, I think that in some ways, the Chiefs' offense is matchup proof. I don't care how good the defense is. I think that the Chiefs' offense is just that good. Don't forget and about their defensive coordinator. The 49ers? Oh, the oh, what that? Hardo? Yeah. Exactly. They're going to win. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, I think Patrick Mahomes can honestly, he can do work on the secondary, I feel. Um, I know Sherman's still there, but I don't know, man. I just, I have a feeling. I feel like a lot of people are going for, going 49ers. I'd be fine. Let me say this. I'd be fine with either team winning because... Uh, I feel like if Jimmy wins, 
then the entirety of Boston is going to go into and is going to implode, which will be funny to listen well, to. Well, you're, you're gonna have your you're gonna have your local radio callers. You know, like yeah. I said, we've said this before, calling in saying, eh, "We should have kept Jimmy G." I mean, look at him, guys. Just study. Just won the Super Bowl. Brady won the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I don't think so. Year. So, uh, you're going to have funny. that, but in reality, I feel like there's a lot of fans who do like Jimmy G that are from New England, yeah, and are know. rooting for him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, my parents are rooting for the 49ers. I know. They want the 49ers to win. I do too. But, here's what I think. It's tough, you know, defense, offense, a lot of times you see the defense prevail, to be the, the, the difference maker, but the way I, I feel like the 49ers... How should I put this? Glenn, you go. I had it before, and then I forgot. Well, you want to know what I think? Maybe. I think you should go back to Greenbow, Alabama! <gasps> Is someone from Alabama? No, I think... Um, <laughs> okay. I think it's going to be a good game. Hmm. As far as who I want to win, it's tough. I think I got it. See, here's the thing. You want to go or you want to let me finish? You go. You're not going to forget, are you? I'm trying to remember it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. It's Christ. You get as far as who I want to win. Yeah, write from, it down. From, 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 <laughs> Fucking Christ, this guy's got Alzheimer's at age 25. <laughs> I'm 24, I'm not that old, Jesus. Um, um, give it a few months. As far as uh, my personal feelings towards both of these teams, as a Cowboys fan, you'd think, I don't want the 49ers to win because I don't want them to have six Super Bowls. I'll tell you what, two, already, two teams already have six fucking Super Bowls before we did, so I don't really care. And from our standpoint, we're not getting to the Super Bowl any fucking time soon. <laughs> so, whatever. I like Jimmy Garoppolo a lot. I love Richard Sherman. I like George Kittle. I like Nick Bosa. I like the team that they have assembled. I like Kyle Shanahan. I don't like that ball guy who's a defensive coordinator. <laughs> that guy can go kick rocks <laughs> oh, for all I'm concerned. I'm so oh, sick of seeing his fucking bald head fired up after every play. My dad's like, yeah, that's the kind of defensive coordinator you want to have. He's fired up. He's Fuck him. Because I had to stare at Todd Gurley on the sideline one oh, game when he was out. Remember that game where they faced the San Fran 49ers and Todd Gurley didn't play? And I was just like, I wish I had Todd Gurley. Yeah. And I got the <laughs> bald asshole cheering because Jared Goff sucks. Yeah. Anyways, I don't like him. <laughs> but I like that team. And for the Chiefs standpoint, I like Pat Mahomes. But the Chiefs are starting to rub me the wrong way. It's like when everybody started like the Golden State Warriors when they started forming their team. And it was like, yeah, we had Steph Curry. It's like Clay Thompson. They were fun to watch. Chiefs have Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. They're fun to watch. Their offense is, like, spectacular, amazing. When it's clicking, they're the most exciting team in football. I'm getting sick of it. Huh. Personally. Huh. I'm getting sick of it. Me too. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Pat Mahomes is the NFL's version of Steph Curry. He's a great player. Most talented player in the league, probably, at the quarterback position. The future is bright for him. Former MVP. The youngest guy to go... Win MVP and appear in a Super Bowl. And Craig's a Chiefs fan. No. Oh. And if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year, this will be the year of Craig. And I don't want that. No. Because he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> doesn't deserve it. Maybe next year. If the Chiefs win next year, okay. But not this year. It can't be all. He can't have it all in one year. You know can't, what I'm saying? Can't have your cake and eat it too. No, you can't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Call me salty or call me Ishmael. I want the 49ers to win. Salty. <laughs> You're salty. I'm just, you know. Hey. Okay. I want the 49ers to win. Um, I think the 49ers can win. I think the Chiefs can win too. But I think the 49ers can win. You want to know why? Because I think the uh, the 49ers have something that the Titans don't it. have. It's something that the Texans certainly didn't have. They got balls. If they get knocked in the mouth, they're going to come back at you with something. They have a defense. Number one defense in the league this year. They have a defense to where you can get pressure on the quarterback and not blitz. Wow. Uh, Mason just confirmed that Better Call Saul's coming back. About time. Let's go. We still got to finish the episode. I know. That's all we're cheering about. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Fucking. <laughs> um, 49ers have a defense that can get pressure on Pat Mahomes without blitzing, which is huge. I'm hungry. Um, huh? No, I told me it was from. Oh. Uh, you didn't hear it? No. Mike Brown. You were talking, so I don't know. Um, that defensive line they have is insane. The Niners? Um, the Niners. Their secondary is really good as well. The biggest thing for them is getting pressure on Pat Mahomes. Because if you can pressure Pat Mahomes, I don't care who he is. If you put pressure on the quarterback, you are going to get him out of rhythm. You're going to get him making mistakes. And if you make a mistake against the 49ers defense, they're going to make you pay. They're going to And you'll hear about it pay. on the sideline. Yes, you will. Um... The 49ers, their key to winning this game is containing Travis Kelsey. Oh. Which is much easier said than done. Mm. If you can put pressure on Pat Mahomes, he doesn't have time to extend the play. Tyreek Hill doesn't have time to get open down the field for a 60-yard gain. Travis Kelsey is a key factor, though. I don't believe the 49ers have a guy to cover Travis Kelsey. So he could have a big game. And if he has a big game, they ain't going to stop the Chiefs. Yeah, it's gonna. It's so close. Are you Are you all set now? Nope, I'm still going. Oh, okay. Um, for the 49ers on offense, they got to get the run game going mm. because if you do not run the ball, oh, yeah. they had the number one rush defense all year, uh, rush offense all year. The 49ers. If you don't get Mostert going, if you don't get Coleman going, they're gonna be in trouble. No disrespect to Jimmy G, but Jimmy G has been the ultimate game manager this year. He has done his best. Um, to win games when they needed to be won. He's led a couple game-winning drives this year, but he's done even better at not losing games, not turning the ball over when the defense needed a turnover. Kind of an unnecessary stat, but I read on Twitter that Jimmy G went down six, I think, going into the fourth quarter, uh, which was like four or five times this year, has the best QBR in the league. Jimmy. He's been hanging around the most clutch quarterback for you know three years of his career. Maybe it rubbed off on him. But Maybe if you get, if, off if you get to a situation where the Chiefs go up big early, like 14 nothing, 21 nothing, I don't think Jimmy G's going to throw him out of it. I agree. I don't know. I don't see it. Because the Chiefs defense, say what you want about it, they're good. They are a good defense. They got the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, making big plays and big games. He shows up. Chris Jones has had two weeks to rest. He's good to go. Don't sleep on Terrell Suggs either. He's still a good player. He is. Don't sleep on T-Sizzle. You heard it here from Mason. So I am picking the 49ers to win. I want the 49ers to win because, like I said, usually in matchups like this, where it's big offense versus big defense, defense wins championship. We saw it in the past with Broncos and Seahawks. We saw it in the past with Panthers-Broncos. 
We saw Broncos when they beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship. That but was not it. when the Seahawks played the Patriots. No. No. So one out of five. I think this game might be similar to that game. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of leaning with Mason. I want the 49ers to win. But the Chiefs' offense is obviously amazing. The Niners' defense is obviously amazing. But I think that the Chiefs, I think the difference is just going to be how um, the offense is against their opposing defense. So I think the Chiefs' offense will have a better time against the Niners' defense than the Niners' offense against the Chiefs' defense. And it's going to be close, but I think over the course of the whole game, the Chiefs are going to end up pulling ahead, and I think it'll make the difference. Like you, like kind of what you were saying, you don't think Jimmy can can pull through? Nope. And uh, and that's kind of how I'm getting at what I'm getting at. By the end of the game, I think the Chiefs will prevail a little bit to get a get a lead, and then Niners just won't be able to do it. Uh, key for the 49ers on offense is keeping Jimmy, uh, keeping Jimmy G, keeping Pat Mahomes off the field. I just I said that they get the run game going. Yeah. If the, if the 49ers can get like you know five six minute drives, yeah, lead the clock out, yeah. score a touchdown. It's gonna be tough for the Chiefs to so win. I'm saying it's so close because it could go either way. One little factor in one of their favors and. They, they get the momentum. They get well, the since advantage. we're also saying who we want to win, I want the 49ers to win. Ultimately. Me too. If, if I had a gun to my... Like I said, I'd be comfortable with either team winning. Yeah, like, I don't care if the Chiefs win. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be, you know... It's not like when Patriots have been in past Super Bowl, it's like, I need this team to win. Yeah. Even the one time I rooted for the Patriots, they let me down. I know. <laughs> but, gun to my head, I would like the 49ers to win. Because I like Jimmy G. And I, like I said... I just like to watch the world burn, and the entirety of Boston would be turned yeah. upside down, and sports radio would be incredibly. You'd be on hold for two hours. And like I said, I love, I love so Richard, Richard Sherman. Yeah, me I too. like Richard. Put Sherman some respect too. on his name. That's what happens when you put a sorry ass receiver against me. Yep. Yeah, he's good. So um, yeah. Any other thing we're gonna talk about the Super Bowl? Who's gonna win Super Bowl MVP? Ooh. Mahomes. If it's if it's the Chiefs, it's gonna be Pat Mahomes. Yeah. If it's the Niners, who's gonna win the Super Bowl MVP? I think it could be Debo. 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 No. I think it could be. Well, it's usually the quarterbacks, right? Usually is. Usually. I'm trying but to think of a playmaker. Unless your quarterback sucks and I Julian Edelman catches 15 passes. It could be Nick Bosa. Bosa. Like a Vaughn Miller MVP. Yeah. Nick Bush has been a force all year. He would have to impact the game big. I think like, he can. Like, he would have to force like at least two turnovers and probably have a defensive score. I think he can. Sherman, if you're looking at defense. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. I think if he had like maybe like two or three sacks and he had like a fumble recovery. Offense would also have to do nothing. So if, if Jimmy G throws for like, you know, 250 yards oh, and yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah. It, like, the only way Bosa would win MVP is if like the 49ers put up less than like 20 points. Mm. Which I think, honestly, yeah. I think could happen. Yeah. But if they put up less than 20 points, they're not beating Kansas City. It's probably going to be Jimmy if they win. Or maybe oh. unless Kittle has 170 or yards. Or Mostert has another game like he did in the NFC Championship. That's true. Could be Mostert. But is that good for the NFL to have Raheem Mostert as a Super Bowl MVP? Who cares? Do you know? It's, do you remember, it's uh, politics, Mason. Remember Malcolm Brown? Who? On the Rams? What do you mean? The running back? Oh, is it Malcolm Brown? No, Malcolm Smith. I'm sorry. No. The fuck is that? He was Super Bowl 48 MVP. Is that six years ago? 48. That was when no the idea. Seahawks beat the Broncos. Malcolm Smith? He was a middle linebacker. <laughs> Mason's like, what the He was a middle fuck? linebacker really? for the Seahawks. He was a Super Bowl really? MVP. I didn't know that. 
I don't also don't remember. The more you know. That was probably the most least watchable Super Bowl ever because it was over in like two quarters. Yeah, well, because it was it was still oh, like kind of close going into the second half, and, and then Percy, Percy Harvin <laughs> had the kickoff return for a touchdown, and then I was like, well, there is no Harvin. point in me watching this game anymore. Yeah. But I'm I still sure did. It's Malcolm Smith. But I still watched it because I double check myself. Right I hated now. Peyton Manning, and I wanted to see him get absolutely trounced, which he did. Now was did is that when the Broncos? Missed the snap and got a safety right away, or was that the Panthers against the Broncos? When Those the Panthers, Panthers got the safety. Panthers got the safety. Yeah. Or no, no, the, no. The, Broncos the Broncos got the safety. Well, but it was against Bron- the Panthers. Broncos got the two points. Yes. But Cam was the one who yes. let a sail over his head. Yep. First play. Yes. Gotcha. Broncos. Because the, C- the Seahawks, that was, that was the year that the Broncos were like fifteen and one or fourteen and two, and Peyton Manning was balling out. That's when he broke the record. For the uh, for touchdowns, fifty five or something. Fifty four, I think. Yeah, it's Malcolm Smith. There you go. He's one of the seven defensive players to ever win Super Bowl MVP. Good for him. Very crazy. Yep. And Mason said Nick Bosa is going to be the next guy. <sighs> I can see it. I'm picking Mahomes because I think they'll win. Chiefs. I'm picking Debo. That would be funny. Feed Debo. <laughs> Feed Debo. All right. Uh, what's next? So uh, I think now That's that we've, we've talked about the playoffs and For the Super an Bowl, um, we should get into some housekeeping issues, like things that have happened, some news, noteworthy things that have happened in the NFL over the past few weeks. Yeah. This is a very laid-back news segment. We're not going to have a little jingle. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be just me talking. It's not. It's all of us. Let's talk about – let's stick with the football and talk about these coaching changes. Because right. uh, – all right. There's some big changes. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Guess who's not head coach of the Dallas Cowboys anymore? <gasps> oh, my God. Jason Garrett? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got to be filming this. Like, I felt like Christmas came twice this year. And so did you. Yeah, I was, just, so yeah, I was thinking something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It actually happened. And the thing was, like... Like, I felt like I knew it was going to happen, but how drawn out it was for him actually being fired. It was like fucking pulling teeth for the Cowboys to do it. Uh, it was like do Jerry, it. Jerry Jones having, like, sex with them. It was like, it was like, one Jerry Jones time. was like, I feel like he was like old yeller killing his fucking dog, <laughs> dude. Like, just couldn't pull the trigger. No, old, ye- old yeller is the dog. Yeah. Yeah, you said old yeller no, killing like, his dog. It's like old yeller, the guy killing his you, fucking dog. You. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. What's that other one where the guy kills, um... Lenny? That oh, Mice and Yeah, Mice and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Jason I see a rainbow and boom! Right <laughs> 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 uh, in the back of that, he fucking collapses. Damn, Sousa. You just hear the echo of the revolver. I could, I could literally... Book. That was like a what? perfect reenactment. Oh, we, we watched the movie. No, it's a movie, too. too. <laughs> I watched it. I was like, how do you hear the echo? Um, like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you watch the movie, it's like that. You should look it up. Lieutenant Dan actually plays the, the other guy. Really? Not the... Yeah. Not the... No, not the not what? The, uh, the slow person. Special needs person. Thank you, Mason. Yeah, you're welcome. Almost slipped up there. Fucking... <laughs> had to throw you the fucking... 2020. 2020, New Year, New Me. Oh, <laughs> all right. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we already had got... To throw, I had to throw Sue the life preserver. He was fucking drowning. <laughs> yeah. We'll watch that on YouTube after this. Great. It's quick. <laughs> No, he doesn't say, and there's a rainbow, he says. And I get to tend the rabbits. And he has rabbits, some shit like that. <laughs> and there's a rainbow. I'm pretty sure Tidwell used to send that all the time. 
back in the day. That like literal five second clip of Wendy getting shot by George. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh my god, the book's like forty years old. Yeah, but what about the movie? Also, like thirty years old. It was made in the nineties. Oh. Huh? Uh, so yeah, basically Jason Garrett Lenny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, he's retarded. You were so I couldn't good. help myself. Like you were walking on thin ice. You got yourself back on the land. And then I just, threw you the light jacket. You just fucking dove in and said, "Oh, the rainbows!" <laughs> and dove right yeah. in. He went. As soon as you keep sipping that dumb bitch juice, but it was, but it was like well, I'm talking about Jason Garrett. But it was like who also uh, sips that juice. No, yeah. the, the Cowboys were so like it's like they had to mention oh Jason Garrett's a part of our family. He's been a part of our family. family. Well, they said family almost as much in the three days leading up to his dude. firing as the, they did in the last Fast and the Furious movie. Oh my god! Oh, like, spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> just fire the fucking guy. <laughs> he sucks. Ten years of this shit. That's a decade. A decade long. I've wasted ten years supporting the Cowboys. And Jason Garrett's my fucking head coach. You could have been a Patriots fan. I could have. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad I'm not. I like uh, going against the grain. I like cock and ball torture. <laughs> That's basically what being a Cowboys fan is at this point. Yeah. Oh, man. So he's gone. And we have a See new ya. man. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. How do you feel about that? Yeah. You know what? I don't really give a fuck. It's better than, it's Jason, better than Garrett. Jason Garrett. He's <laughs> won a Super yeah. Bowl. It's not jaw dropping, but it's something. It's something. It's an improvement. It's yeah. uh, and it's weird because, like they they said that they're going to interview Jason Ge- um, Mike McCarthy, and like the day later they said they're going to hire him. I was like, okay, like they're not going to you know interview anybody else. It's like nope. it's going to be the first guy they uh, interviewed besides Marvin Lewis. By the way, they interviewed. Him oh yeah, oh. that would have been the most Cowboys Mason thing was of all time. No. I don't want to see that guy on any sideline. Come ever. on. His stupid face. Just walking. Anyways. Stupid ass. I guess, I guess apparently Mike McCarthy like. <laughs> idiot. Mike okay, McCarthy like okay. slept over at Jerry Jones' house. Are you kidding me? night after the interview. Because he flew in or something. I don't Go get some strippers. Or because. Yeah, they, probably, you, they had like a slumber party. Because the initiation is Jerry Jones' house. Right. I, I, I imagine it like this. Like they, they, had, start the, they had the fight. interview. They start. They Naked. stopped. Naked. They had the interview. They started soap in the pillowcase. They shook hands. Don't drop it. <laughs> they shook hands. Sorry. And then Jerry Jones was like, "Do we just become best friends?" Mike oh. McCarthy was like, "Yep." He's like, "You want to go to karate in the garage?" Yep. <laughs> and then they spent the night together. And they kissed. Yeah, it probably happened. And they had a baby. But uh, he's the head coach now. I'm excited. Let's go. All right. 2020, new year, new Cowboys. Problem is though about the Cowboys, uh, Dak hasn't signed that deal yet. And this worries me. You want to know why? Tell me why, Glenn. Because Pat Mahomes hasn't signed a deal yet. And if I know what's going to happen in the upcoming league events, if Pat Mahomes signs a deal before Dak does, they're going to look at that deal that Pat Mahomes got. It's going to be outlandish. It's going to be a Mike Trout contract of the NFL. Mm. It's going to be the best contract in NFL history. Yep. Um, Dak Prescott's going to look at that contract and be like, okay, so that's what Pat Mahomes is getting. But I I'm, I feel like I'm closer to the Pat Mahomes spectrum from a, from a money standpoint. So mm-hmm. I want Dak's deal to be done. So he already has a deal. He's done before they pay Pat Mahomes. That's not happening. He's gonna wait because you don't think they'd pay Dak, or you think they would, and you'll be fucked. No, no, no. I, I want them to pay Dak, but I just don't want them to pay them a ludicrous amount of money. Like if, that's what, yeah, if, that's if Dak gets a deal done now, like the deal that you know he originally asked for, or whatever, that's fine compared to what Pat Mahomes is gonna get. But if he sees, like, Pat Mahomes, like, it's kind of like Mookie Betts right now. Like, Mookie Betts wants a contract that's close to Mike Trout's money. And 
Mookie's not the player Mike Trout is, and Dak's certainly not the player Pat Mahomes is, but because the market goes up with that big contract, that quarterback's going to want so more money. So you're afraid of the cap hit versus Dak not being able to sign because it's he's too gonna much money? Sign. He's going to sign, but I'm, I'm worried about him being overpaid. Yeah. Thing. Because the contract right now, technically in the quarterback market, if he signed the deal that he wanted at the beginning of the year, I'm okay with that. You think the Cowboys would pay him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The thing that Cowboys fucked up was paying Zeke that much money. But Yummy. the way they paid him that much money, Yummy it's money. spread out over a long period of time. It's not like it's a you know three- or four-year deal and he's getting that much money. Still, though, it's going to be difficult for them to keep other players that they want to keep because of that contract. They always find a way. Jerry finds a way. Mm-hmm. The players haven't been a problem, really. That's true. In my opinion. Antonio Brown. What the fuck? Well, Jason Garrett's at the Giants, right? Oh, yeah, I know that. So, Jason Garrett <laughs> leaves, leaves the Cowboys and signs an offensive coordinator job. Oh, offensive coordinator. That's right. What's the Giants offense be fucking nasty next That would be year? funny. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants are going to absolutely suck. And I said this earlier in the, in the text. Because they got a special teams coach as a head coach. And they got the most mediocre Ooh. coach of all time as an offensive coordinator. He's mediocre. He'll be clapping, You're giving him too much credit. Well, I mean, if you, look, if you look at his career record, <laughs> he's mediocre. That'll be interesting because the Cowboys will play the Giants, and we'll see him over there. Yep, be, he's gonna be smiling, he's gonna be shaking hands with Jerry before the game, uh, clapping, clapping on the fucking. Oh, I can't wait to see him clapping at the Giants hat. I'm gonna be laughing at the Giants. That's what you get. That's what you get. Everyone's good. Everyone in New York's gonna be like, Jesus Christ, what are these plays? Jesus <laughs> Christ, plays? dude, what are you doing here? Get Saquon the ball. And so if you dra- fantasy news, if you draft Saquon, I don't know. <laughs> There's no way you're dealing with. At offensive coordinator. Antonio Brown went to jail. Yeah. And he went to house arrest. Now he's out of house arrest. But he still needs to get, like, a psychiatric evaluation. Yeah, he, like, uh, he... Something was being shipped to him or something. And uh, he beat up the <laughs> delivery guy. Yeah, what with, the... With so, someone else was involved. Some shit like that. Yeah, and, him and his uh, boy, like, beat up a delivery guy, basically. See my, see my facial expression? Yeah. The it's, listeners it's, can't see it's my It's disgusted. It's disappointment. No, it, it's... It, I'm not surprised is what oh. it is. Oh. I'm not surprised. I just think this dude is He's an absolute nut, nutcase. Fuck that idiot. I feel yeah. like he is legitimately. Was it, wasn't it? Wasn't the judge bringing that up or something? Or am I re- remembering wrong? What? Uh, like wanting to look into his mental health. Yeah, he has well, to get a psych valve. Okay. He has to get a psych valve. You know what? I saw, I saw a meme today uh, on Twitter. So you know the Aaron Hernandez documentary came. I watched it. It's good, huh? It is good. So it's a little, it's a little stories go a little one way and one or another, but it's like. What do you mean? I just think they they uh, they make the gay thing more than it needed to be. Oh yeah, they they yeah, they really drove home how him being gay could Basically, have led to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Damn really? I haven't I haven't watched it. I basically like. Did you hear about the gayness though? What? Did you hear about the gayness? The was that a thing known before that yeah. documentary? Well, it came out. Yeah, it came out on Kirk and Callahan. It came out once. Radio show. Once oh, okay. uh, after. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ever, you ever hear, like, then he killed him. Yeah, you ever hear them like talk about Aaron Hernandez? I just like, heard whatever they played in that documentary. Like they Kirk always says, clips. like, I killed Aaron Hernandez. Oh, like no, I'm just yeah, because like, like like the joke about it, because after that got out, you know, he killed himself days later. Yeah, I think because they outed him on, you know, the radio. That's why I killed Yeah, they, they, now that you say it, they really did make that seem like the factor. Yeah. People were trying to, people were trying to say, 
oh, it was brilliant that he killed himself because then he'll get paid, you know, yeah. for whatever. Certainly. There's no way Aaron Hernandez is thinking that while he's in jail. You know how many hoops they would have to jump through? Like, the Patriots are still fighting that to this day of him getting all that money. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're not, he, she's not going to get that money. And they, and he was, uh, they listened, they played the converse, phone conversations, and he's like, I'm getting out someday. Like, we're going to be family again. It's like, he got every intention to leave, so maybe it was because he was gay. I think the thing the thing is too. I don't even know if you can really depend on like an actual cause and effect situation with with him. Yeah. Just due to the fact, like, like what I mean by that, saying that like he killed himself because he was outed as potentially being gay. Uh, I I'm pretty sure when he when they did the autopsy on him that his brain was absolutely fucked. Yeah, yeah they they put they put that a lot. In there, so too. like, I think it more so had to do with that. Than, yeah, than uh, the other stuff. They kind of did like half and half. One part CTE, the other part gay. They interview, uh, what's his face, Wiggins, the guy on... Um, oh, Jermaine Wiggins? Jermaine Wiggins, yeah. And I agree with him when he said, so there's been hundreds of players who've had CTE. Nobody's been a fucking murderer because of CTE. Oh, no, I'm not saying that he murdered no, the guy because... No, but yeah, but I'm saying like, like you think of his decisions and stuff, like obviously it, it probably played a part in it, but I'm saying you can't blame everything on football. Like him playing football. Oh no, 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 not at all. Chris Benoit. I even that like, you you can blame on head like that's part of it, but obviously there was something wrong with him. Yeah, you obviously have to have a few screws loose. That's kind of like the, but that that like is kind of the thing that puts you over the edge, probably. You know. Um, yeah. But I mean, too, he was he was involved. Factors. He was involved with gang shit his whole life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like, it wasn't, it, and he didn't have CT when he was a kid. I would assume. You know what I mean? I, I think what screwed him up was his upbringing after his father died. Yeah, yeah, that's a big part and of it he too. He even like told his mom on the thing. His mom was fucked up. I don't understand what the problem was with her, but I remember him not having a good relationship with her. Dude, like, I like apparently after his father died, like she was uh, dating like some other family member, and he was always around the house and stuff. Oh yeah, like months like, later. Yeah, or something. and like he was literally blaming. Him. He's like blaming the mom over the phone, like you screwed me up and this and that. Yeah, he did. There was like one point where she was just like, "Just give me a million dollars, you know, and we're all set." Yeah, uh, it's like what, like, what <laughs> fucking kind, what kind of mom says that? To, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I don't get not it. a good one. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, I, back to the point. I said I, I said I had a, a meme that I saw online because you know the. Um, the mind of Aaron Hernandez came out. Right? Yeah. Yep, yep. So I saw a meme. It said the mind of no. So it's called the mind of a killer. Yes. Oh, uh, is it? Is that what it's called? The mind of a killer. Aaron Hernandez inside the mind of a killer or something like that. Maybe we're all fucking this up. What's this? What's the thing called? Because then what's the, joke, the name. The joke's not as funny if I can't. Well, the oh, meme's not as funny. What's the name? What's the name? I got a name. So yeah, we are. If you remember, we were talking about Jason Garrett, offensive coordinator of the New York football giants. Oh, killer inside the mind of Aaron Hernandez. So, I saw a meme, it was like the Netflix thing, and it showed Antonio Brown. And it said, Oh yeah, him. It said, clown inside the mind of Antonio <laughs> Brown. I was just like... Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, he's definitely not playing football again. He wants to. Well, I got him in my dynasty league. As Mason says, people in hell want ice water. Yes. Listen... <laughs> If he, can, if he can still play, let him play. Um, like I said, I have him in my dynasty league, so I'm hanging on <laughs> to him just, just in case. You never know. And now, going if you're in a redraft league, obviously you're not drafting Antonio Brown next year, unless you know there's some news from now until then where he gets signed by a team. He's stable. But even if the thing is, even if he gets signed by a team, he's still going to the commissioner's exempt list. I'm pretty sure it's like all but been said 
by like the the league. So like if anyone so touches him, he's going on the commissioner's exempt list. Should I drop him in my dynasty league? Uh, you might want to think about it. I mean, what happened with Josh Gordon? I'm keeping. He was. Jesus. People still wanted him, and he was always off the field, like doing suspended. Josh shit. Gordon, man, is a so lost who cause. says? Yeah, but his, his thing was like, like drug related. Whereas, like, usually when players have like actual crime related things, yeah. they'll they'll uh, they'll throw them on the commissioner's exempt list, which basically means that for like in uh, undetermined amount of time, basically to Roger Goodell's like discretion, he. They can't oh, play yeah, football, yeah, yeah. essentially. Jeez. They're not allowed. Yeah. Which is what happened with Ray Rice. Um, yeah, he was him? placed on that. The thing, the thing with... Someone else was, too. Well, Gordon was placed sure. on it, right? Josh Gordon? It wasn't the commissioner's exemplist. I think he was just indefinitely suspended. I thought he got lifted from the exemplist, didn't he? I don't think so. Maybe not. Because there's well, two his different reason, things. His reason, if he was on any type of list, because he's a repeat offender. He kept doing shit over and over again. Because, you know, there's players who do drugs and they lose yeah. get suspensions or whatever. But he had a problem. And it shows now even to this day. That's Which crazy. sucks. It's disappointing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's now sad. it makes sense also why the Patriots cut him out of the fucking blue. Yeah. Because they must have knew someone He's was coming down the pipeline. Injured. Yeah, he was fine. Yep. So. You smoking that good kush. Disappointing. I was rooting for the guy. I mean, it's it's sad, honestly, is what it is. You're not going to cry, are you? No. Oh. The fuck? feel bad for the guy, man. I feel bad for him, too, but he's not playing anymore, so let's talk about something else. All right, fine. Jesus. Yeah, well, Tony Brown's just being stupid again. That's all we got to say. Yeah. Any eventually, other news? Eventually, we'll stop uh, talking yeah. about him. We should probably address the elephant in the room. Joe Judge. I already said that. Head no. coach. So. Address the elephant in the room. Tom Brady isn't going to be a Patriot anymore. Yeah, you're full of shit. I'm not full of shit. I 100 percent. The pessimistic Patriots. No, 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 no. I'm not being pessimistic. I 100 percent believe Tom Brady's not going to be in a Patriots uniform next year. He's going to go to the Chargers. Everything is shaping up for him to go retire in the the West Coast, where it's warm. Or not necessarily retire, but well, yeah, he probably would retire (laughs) as a Charger. But you really think he would do that? I feel like he has very strong loyalty, and he just wouldn't do that. I think he's tired of being disrespected by the Patriots as far as money goes. Um, and also the fact that... See, the thing is that people people say, like, oh, the Patriots are going to get weapons to put around him. But it's not just the fact that they need weapons on offense. As you saw with their defense in the playoffs and towards the latter half of the season, their defense isn't as good as everyone thinks it is. And there's oh, yeah. a lot of old players that, no, on that defense. I don't, I don't, I don't blame the defense for them not going to the Super Bowl. But that's not what no, I'm saying. No, that's no. not what I'm saying. No, but I'm saying like it, it doesn't like you, you can't have it all together. Like you can't have you know a, a stellar team of a great defense and a great offense. Tom Brady's problem in the offense is like he has no weapons to go with him. Tom Brady has been to Super Bowls in the past with shitty defenses than the one this year. But he was also ten years younger. That's fine. But I'm saying he, he had weapons at the time too. At Gronk. Yeah, Wes Welker. Yeah, the other guys that you know we turned into weapons. At a forty-two-year-old Tom Brady, I don't care. That he is Tom Brady. The guys that he has around him, they're not. They're not going to be as much of a help because Tom Brady's skill set is down a little bit. His mental ability is still there. He still wants to do like Tom Brady is better now at forty-two mentally than he was, you know, five years ago. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that not only, even if they get another wide receiver who's competent or something. If the defense sucks, Brady, that's another thing that Brady has to but fucking But the defense carry. doesn't suck. 
They let up. They let up technically fourteen points before that pick six against the Titans. If if if, if the offense makes you know two or three more key plays, they win that game. Yeah, but the defense is going to be on the decline. Is what I'm telling you. But so is Tom Brady. These are, like you only have three more years of Tom Brady. If I'm Bill Belichick, see, this is where Belichick messed up. He didn't prepare for Gronk leaving, like we've said before. Well, that was more on Gronk than him, too. Well, the thing is, there's been hints of Gronk leaving, too. And he finally does, and it's like, oh, wait, you actually left? What am I going to do now? Yeah, but he also held him over a fucking barrel no, for three months. No, 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 come on. I, I hate the fact that... I hate the argument saying the Patriots... Uh, that Gronk potentially coming back was a problem. Because, like, why would you think he's going to come back? Why would you, I should say... It's not wise. It's not a Bill Belichick thing to do to bank on something. Yeah, or that to, might to not assume happen. exactly to assume something. It's like, how are you going to rely? It's, like, on it's that? still a dick move by Gronk to do that. Make a fucking decision before the draft. I don't know. He didn't announce until after the draft whether or not he was coming back. Probably because they drafted shitty players. No, I like <laughs> Nikhil Harry, but um, yeah, he's good. I, I don't blame Gronk as much as other people will blame Gronk. The thing is, you always have to have a backup plan. If there's any doubt in Bill's mind that Gronk isn't coming back, you have to prepare for it. should have been that. written off. You should, you should have been, been ready for it. And the thing is, you have Tom Brady. Like I said, he's aging. Physical ability isn't what it was five years ago. He's going to need help. He's going to need somebody on the O-line you know, so he's not getting beat up. Yeah. He's going to need better weapons at wide receiver. Now that you lose Gronk, who arguably is one of the most dominant players in NFL history, he draws double coverage, leaving Edelman with single coverage, that's huge, because now Edelman's getting double covered, and you're throwing a scrubs, you're throwing a rookie scrubs, and I'm not saying Nikhil Harris is a scrub, because he, he's a pretty good player, and I think with work and time and building yeah, chemistry yeah. with Tom Brady, he's, he's going to be great, like he's, he's going to be a good red zone threat. But in the first year as a rookie, you can't put that much workload on Nikhil Harry. Plus, he got hurt. Nobody prepare. Nobody can prepare for he him. Didn't come back hurt. until like week ten. That's what I'm saying. So they're not going to have the time to build that trust. Whether Tom Brady goes to OTAs or not, they're not going to build trust in OTAs. Um, you got to get somebody who's an established player, another weapon, even if it's at the running back position. You drafted a running back in Damian Harris. How many snaps did you see on the field this year? Zero. Zero. Nice. Did they need a running back? Mm, kind of. Yeah. Sony wasn't getting much. Sony Michelle was trash. In the playoffs, he was good. He's just, no. I'm going to run into a wall. okay. I'm, I'm talking about last year. Oh, last year, yeah. I mean, arguably, the Patriots don't win that Super Bowl without Sony Michelle. Exactly. But you also could have drafted Nick Chubb, who probably would have been even better than Sony Michelle. I'm not going to say they should have drafted someone else. I'm just saying, with what they have, they should have made different decisions. Like, play Damian Harris or play James White more. Or, I don't know. Yeah, and, and the thing is, also, at the receiver pitch, you lose Nikhil Harris, but you trade for Mohamed Sanu. And, like, Mohamed Sanu is, I feel like, it's just another guy to fill in. And Mohamed Sanu is a guy that you give to Tom Brady when he's in his prime and makes him into a superstar, like he did with Wes Welker and some. Brady getting Sanu midseason <laughs> isn't like, you know... He's getting a bunch of MP3 players instead of iPods. Yeah, but no, but I mean, it's like, it's like, like people are thinking, like, oh, this trade, oh, Mohamed Sanu is going to be our uh, Mosai, he's going to save us. No, he's not that guy. He's not that big play guy. He's Mohamed number, Sanu, I honestly... three on the Falcons. I think, yeah, I think he was better... In Atlanta, because he was playing behind Julio Jones mm-hmm. and Calvin Ridley and Calvin Ridley, but I'm saying like, if, if Belichick, you lose somebody who's as big as an X factor as Gronk, you have to make up for, it, especially to you know counteract the aging of Tom Brady. Okay, but well, we kind of got away from the point here. Oh yeah, is that Tom Brady's leaving? And and that's oh, the yeah. thing. Back, back oh. to that point though, it's like if I'm Tom Brady and I go in to Belichick's office and I say, look. I've given my life and my career to New England, this organization, but I can't do this 
alone with this roster. You've got to meet me halfway. Now, you got to think of the mindset of Belichick. What's Belichick's idea? Does he want to win now? Does he want to have a Super Bowl win? Or does he want to build the team for the next however many years and try to contend sometime down the road? How long will Belichick be coached for? That's the thing. We don't know. We don't well, know the mindset of Bill Belichick. Here's what Bill wants. And I think that... Oh, you know. I think I know. <laughs> I'm serious. I think... Bill, the last thing that Bill wants is, you know that Bill Belichick and Don Shula always have not liked each other. Don Shula is the guy who was the coach for the Dolphins, right, when they were... Perfect. Yeah, yeah. and they were the... He's, he's the winningest coach in history hmm. of National Football League. And Bill Belichick is like 50 or 60 wins away. So, it's about like five more seasons. Wow, yeah. So, Bill doesn't want to suck. Okay, so he's not gonna take a year of seven and nine with Jared Sidham or six and ten or eight and eight. So he wants to be good. The problem is, is that Brady wants to get paid, and the Patriots don't have the salary cap room to pay Brady a good amount of money that he deserves, improve the offensive line, get a tight end, get wide receivers. Get help on defense that is young. I'm sorry. I know their defense was good this year, but they beat up and took advantage of a good schedule at the beginning of the year, which made them seem a lot better than they actually were down the road. They need help on defense. They have no young talent on defense at all. At all. So I'm, I'm going to play a devil's advocate here and look at it from both spectrums. If that's the mindset of Bill Belichick, then I let Tom Brady walk and build a team under that salary cap that I know can compete, at least in the AFC. If he, want, if he just specifically wants to go for wins and not Super Bowl championships. Because here's the thing. I think just because Belichick's the coach, I think the Patriots still, because of the division, I think they still can win the division, in my opinion. With Stidham or whoever the fuck else a quarterback. Top of the Bills. Tough, Tough to say that because... We haven't seen it. We haven't seen. We saw one full season of Matt Castle. He went eleven and five, and the Patriots missed the playoffs. But that was a team who just went eighteen and zero. I was gonna say that was with the arguably one of the. Best That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we 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 have a team now with the Patriots, where we have an unproven quarterback, and Matt Castle's had good seasons without the Patriots too, where he's been eleven and five. Yeah, he was well good. He was Chiefs. good with the Chiefs his first year. But the thing is, like we it, like it's the unknown. You don't know how the Patriots are gonna be with another quarterback. If Tom Brady's a quarterback, you know they're at minimum they're winning the division. But it's also not strictly a football thing either, because they're it, not even my opinion of whether or not I think Tom Brady's leaving or not. He just he wants he's they're selling their house in uh, I forget what town it is up near Boston. They're selling their mansion. mansion. They're currently posted up in New York. Uh, there's at least eight teams that are going to be interested in Brady. Free agency. He was yucking it up with uh, what's his name, the owner of the um, the Raiders. Or, uh, excuse me, the Raiders. In uh, when he went to nah, scroll him head. When he went to the oh, to the Mark Force Davis, Mark yeah, Davis, yeah, right? Yeah. When he went to uh, the McGregor fight at Vegas, he was yucking it up with them. Supposedly they have a pretty good relationship, and supposedly uh, Felger Maz had this guy on who's um, who's a, a bookie. Uh, Ben something. Simmons. No, not Ben Simmons. Uh, forget his name. Uh, Shapiro? No. But he's like the biggest... Franklin. One of the, Button. 
Shut up! <laughs> it's okay. like one of the biggest bookies okay. in Vegas. And he said that he heard that Brady has inquired about uh, potentially buying real estate in Vegas as well. And then you also have to look at it from this. Brady is trying to... I know he's trying to grow his the shit out of his TB12 brand. Because whenever he posts anything on Instagram now, because of the offseason, it's either him throwing balls or some shit, or it's some testimonial from someone who sent him... Uh, I told him I used fucking TB12 and that's all it is and then he posts it on his story and he says oh thanks I appreciate it and then he goes back to selling his fucking $28 pistachios what better place yeah he has $28 pistachios okay anyway what better place for him to grow that brand than Los Angeles the home of people who if you say this fucking Smelling that fart over there will get you famous on Instagram. People say, bet, I'm in. Okay? Tom Brady just has to, like, he could grow the absolute shit out of TB12 in L.A. Plus, you have to look at how it's lined up. Philip Rivers is out. Drew Brees has only said that he's going to play for the Saints or he's retiring. This, the Chargers need to fill up their new stadium. They couldn't even fill up a fucking soccer stadium. How are you going to get people to buy season tickets? Tom Brady's our fucking quarterback now, bitch. That's how we get people <laughs> That's how we get people to buy tickets. In addition to the fact, you look at the team. They have Keenan Allen, they have Melvin Gordon, they have uh, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. They have Austin Eckler. They have Mike Hunter Williams. Henry. Hunter Henry. Mike Williams. Another Bosa. They have Joey Bosa. Their defense is solid. They have Joey Bosa and um Melvin Ingram. And from from a football standpoint, like the roster makes sense for Tom. Like he'd be the missing piece that Philip Rivers was. That's or what I'm saying. Wasn't, I should say. That's for, why I for think... them to take the next leap, like the Chargers as an organization and actually contend for, like they get Tom Brady, they're Super Bowl contenders. I think they they <clears throat> the only roster. thing is is that that's tough about going to the Chargers is that you have to play the Chiefs twice a year. You do, but I, like the thing is like they are now contenders in the AFC. If you move Tom Brady to the Chargers, you're thinking, okay, we got Chiefs, Ravens, Chargers. Do the Patriots stay there with Super Bowl contenders without Tom Brady? No. No chance. Well, what I'm thinking, now you bring up a lot of great points outside of football, like his personal life, which I didn't know anything about. So I kind of... watch the real estate, I kind of... I kind of... Yeah. <laughs> watch what they do, not what they say. Um, which might, you know... Make me reconsider what I'm thinking, but from the very surface of things, I personally feel like Tom Brady wants to win. I don't. I don't see why he would care about money. He's already made a lot of money relative to the, a, a human being's way to live. That's the thing. He's got. He's got an uprising company. And his wife makes crazy. Yeah, amounts his of wife money. makes but more than him. Here's the thing about his wife is that supposedly their relationship is on the fritz. Oh, here so we you go. won't stop playing football. So he'll no, no, like supposedly. It's, they've been talking about it on the radio. It's like kind of tabloid news. So whether or not there's like a super good amount of validity to it is like up in the air. But supposedly they may potentially be getting a divorce soon. So he'll get half her money. Not, right, so not what, if she signed a prenup. What and I'm also, what I'm trying to say. she's worth a lot more than he is. Yeah. Exactly. So what I'm saying is I don't think he's really concerned with money. Unless the relationship, again, that's more personal stuff that I don't know about. But I feel like... He's made plenty of money. His wife has a lot of money. Money shouldn't be an issue. He wants to win. If he only has a couple of years left, why go to a new team to learn a new system? Yeah. I'd say, you know, 
I would, I can see him not asking for more money, just keeping his contract the way it is, asking Bill to get more weapons and say, we'll see if we can do this especially, in a couple especially, of years. especially if Josh McDaniel is a key factor in that. He's not going anywhere. He likes him. That's a, But that's the thing, like, if you get a new offensive coordinator, I mean, it's all right, you get a new coordinator. He knows Josh McDaniels and his playbook and what he wants to do. Like, if, if I'm Tom Brady and I want to, if my main goal is contending for a Super Bowl again, my best bet is staying with the New England Patriots. And that's what I think his mind's at. Personally, money should. But be if issue. he's in an entrepreneurial thing and thinking life after football, let me retire in sunny, warm LA, Oakland, wherever, or not Oakland, Vegas. Now, let me build up my TB12 yeah. brand. Let me prepare for life after football. I'll give however long I have left without me sucking, probably the next three years, and I'll ride off into the yeah, sunset as the greatest quarterback ever. Possibly along the way, if I'm on another team and win another Super Bowl. That that even uh, cements my legacy as being, without question, the greatest quarterback it of all. Could that's backfire, the, that's the thing too, though, is that I think I don't think a lot of people consider the fact that I think he low key wants to win without Bill. And I think as Bill, well. I think Bill low key wants <laughs> to win without Brady. Yes, exactly. They need it because listen, I don't care how you skew it, whether you think he's leaving or not. You can look at this from an outside perspective and say that. Bill is not committed to Brady. Over he the wanted past to few keep years. Jimmy G. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you know, Bill. Bill doesn't want if him. If Robert Kraft was in there, Tom Brady's ass would have said, "See you later. We're trading you, or you're getting released, or whatever." We're no, they would. Some, they would have traded. They probably would have traded him. Probably the 49ers. It's a good point because a lot of the questions that have been: Is it Bill or is it Brady? And you could find out if they split. Either up. way, I think they want to. If be if one, one of those guys has success without the other, they say, "Look, see." I didn't, need, I didn't need him. Yeah, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas right now, it's like a tandem thing where people can still say, I mean, like Bill Belichick can say, he never won without Brady. But, and they look at Brady and say, yeah. he never won without Bill. That might eat at both of them. They might be like, That's shit. what I'm saying. It's an ego thing. Yeah, yeah. maybe. So I, I don't know, man. I just think but, that there are a lot of variables that point to him leaving. And I just don't like how things have been, man. Especially... With him selling his house here. Yeah, and you're right. And also, I, I don't like the fact that Dante Scarnecchia retired this week, too. What should I don't know? <laughs> That's the offensive line coach for the Patriots, who's, like, the most famous offensive line coach in the whole NFL. He's been there forever, right? He's been there. He's, he's been with the Patriots his entire career. He's been a football coach for 50 years or um, something. What I want to happen is I want to see Tom Brady in a new uniform. Uh, I don't know. From my standpoint. I think oh, it, it could Honestly, ruin both of them, to be honest. I, I, I like, think it'd be kind of sick to see him in Chargers. The, those, oh, the powder blues? Tom Brady no, I'm talking, the, I like the, the eye black? The dark, oh. the dark blue ones. I like the darker blue ones. Uh, I, I can't. Not, like the, not the navy blue? You know what I'm talking about? It's the, like The light blue, the powder blue one. No, kind of like, you know how the Rams have that like that blue color? Yeah, that kind of looks blue. like that pillow right there. You talking about the color rush ones? I don't know if they have, some, no. they have yeah. navy blue jerseys similar to the color. No, no, no. They have they navy have, blue and then they have the powder blue and then their color rush is like that color. Yeah, and it has a little chart, like the lightning bolt on the shoulder. Do. Lightning bolt! Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like those. Not the navy? I don't like the powder ones that much. I like I don't care for the powder And I don't, and I, the, the away white ones are okay. But those. The dark blue. I like the dark blue. Those, I like those better. Um, Mason's pointing to a pillow, by the way. They're the same color as my pillow. So. <laughs> I don't know. And I think, um, but that's what I want. Because then also, I want to see what Patriots yeah, fans do. And then you say to further his career after football, but I mean, he's also, he's not like he's 33. He's 
he's older. He doesn't really but have that's what I'm a saying. whole lot of life to protect with money. Cause and he, I, mean, not, not that he's I don't know if fuck, he wants to win now or if his goal, because he's always said this from from when people started asking about retirement a few well, years, years back. He wants to play until at least he's 45 years old. That is what he has said, and I feel like that's the benchmark that he has set for, for himself. And as soon as he hits that goal, I think, depending on you know how he plays, obviously, over like, the next few years, I think as soon as he hits 45, he's gone. You look at his that's career, he literally has nothing to prove to anybody. As right. far as winning Super Bowls, like we were talking, if that's his main focus. like Stay with the Patriots. Yeah, but you don't have anything to prove. If you're trying to better your life after football, the smarter decision would be to go out west. If you want to build your brand around that area, you live out there. It's what LeBron did. LeBron went to L.A. Yeah. Perfect example. LeBron did. But he's not every- about to retire. But, I mean, he's, he's in the end of his career. How, how close to the end? I say LeBron's probably got another five years left. Yeah. It's kind of like what Brady has, if, if, like, give or take five years. Well, now. You're saying now? You talking about when he went to yeah. Miami or no? Uh, I'm ta- no, no, I'm talking about when he, he's oh, on the Lakers. Oh, now. LeBron's on the Lakers now. Yeah, when no, no when he went to that. Miami, that was to chase a championship. When gotcha. he went back to Cleveland, that was to get a ring for Cleveland. LeBron's achieved all his goals in basketball. He's basically done the most of he can, you know, as far as being compared to Michael Jordan. Yeah. So now he's trying to just become an ambassador of the game, which I mean he was before, but now, L. A. Yes. is like, the center, of like entertainment and places where if you want to grow something. That's where you do it. There's just a lot of entrepreneurship there. He's filming you know Space I mean? Jam too. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. Um, so if he follows that route, like if, if that's what Tom Brady's focus is, you know, like I said, life after football, not currently what's going on here and now as far as winning. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have anything to prove with winning. He's won more Super Bowls than anybody in the history of the game. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel I'd hate to it, see though. it. I wouldn't want to see it. I mean, I don't want, I don't want Brady to go, but I just feel like. Know, it's man. gonna be what's gonna have to give is how how strong is that relationship between him and Belichick? And you say they both want to. You could say that they both want to be known to be the better one. The reason why they were successful. That he's not saying it's like low key. That could be a but factor. but that could be working the opposite way where they're afraid to be the loser in that case and say you know let's just stay together so we're both winners instead. And of one that's of us the thing, like the loser. And well, no, if I had to say that, I think it's definitely more so a factor for Bill than it is for Brady. Because Brady, well, Brady's never mentioned leaving before, before today, this this year. You know, he's always been. I'm with the Patriots. But it's also the thing team. too is that if if Brady, if you didn't think that Brady wanted to leave, why also would he put in his contract being near the reno, renegotiating that they couldn't use a franchise tag on him at all? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He made a point. You should be a lawyer to put that in there, in the contract to say you guys can't franchise me. Because he wants to go out and see what he can get on the market. Well, maybe he didn't want his freedom to be left up to them. Like, you know how, like, when you negotiate contracts, like, sometimes they have team options, sometimes they have player options? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he wanted to put the power in his own hands. I think the Patriots are trying to do that thing they've done with Hightower and McCourty, where they say, and Edelman a few years ago, where they say, go ahead, walk, see what's out there. And the player goes out and looks. And they don't really find what they're looking for in the market, and then they come back. But here's the thing. But that's not going to happen with Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady is because not high tower. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. So even if his play has fallen off, some team is going to get exactly. stupid, and they're going to pay like him exactly. a ridiculous amount of money. It would be like if Mike Trout wanted to leave 
uh, the Angels. Any team in the league would pay for him. If Wayne Gretzky wanted to leave the team that he was on, any team would pay for him. Yes. This is talking about the greatest player of all time. He's going to bring in money. Mm. And that's what the Chargers are looking for. But I think also, too... That's what it's, Vegas is uh, looking for, the Raiders. The I Raiders. saw I saw a report that... You know, honestly, I think maybe... Actually, I'll talk to you guys after the podcast about that. But Secret info. Um, I think... Um, I heard a report as well. They've been reporting this week that... Um, I forget who it is from the NFL Network. Reported this week that there could be a similar situation for Tom Brady... Uh, that Peyton Manning had as well, where, you know, Peyton Manning had, like, a bunch of teams where, like, people were talking about him, that, like, they were, like, the hot commodity team that people thought that Peyton Manning was going to go to, and the Broncos kind of came out of nowhere because they had just drafted Tim Tebow, they were coming off of a relatively good playoff run, and they still went out and got Peyton Manning, and they signed him. Apparently, uh, someone, ah, man, I wish I remember what the reporter's name was, but he reported that there could be a similar a similar situation in play here, where what's the team? A team who has a young quarterback and has had relative success may go out and get Brady, even though they just like the Texans or someone like the Jets or That's not the Giants. Success. The Giants could do that. Which Imagine Tom also, Brady and Jason Garrett on the which, same sideline. Which would also Bill would win play into the fact that Brady and Giselle have been in Manhattan since the season ended. Now you're, now you're getting all conspiracy theory. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm going with we can talk, we can I talk thought, all off season. What I, <laughs> what I thought would be interesting, too, is you were talking about, you and Wes were talking about Jared Goff today. And then I, I remembered that report. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, that'd be a good destination for Brady, too. The Rams? Yeah. The, Rams, Rams are similar. That's a good analogy. But the, the thing Rams, is, if, you know? they, if they bring them in where they have a young quarterback, they'd have to get rid of golf. Oh, yeah, they would yeah, get rid of golf. 100%. See ya. That, what a steal of him getting all that money from Yeah, them. he's a legit a con man. Bandit. Legit bandit. He fleeced that team. <laughs> good. Good for him. Oh, man. Yeah, get your money while you can. <laughs> Um, anything else we want to talk about? I'm, I'm, off I'm wiped out. I don't think so. How long How long do we go for? How about three hours. Oh. Felt like no, about two hours. Felt like three That's hours. I figured we'd probably go. Not bad. Um, it's normal. Super Bowl is Sunday. Big league. It's crazy. Then the XFL, guys. Oh. <laughs> don't you forget, right after the Super Bowl. more Ten more weeks of should football. We, should we, no. Should we drop an XFL podcast? No. Episode. Nah. After the first week, we gotta. I don't know. Yeah, we can consider it. Only if you guys come over and watch all the games, though. Well, we have to recap the Super Bowl. And while we do it, we can talk about the XFL. Yeah. At some point. But, guys, Our March this, is podcast. A, this is the last episode in the Stellar Cellar, man. That's a good one. That's yeah, you made, an ex- one. you made an extra cold for one last time. No, okay. <laughs> well, here's cold. the thing. <laughs> I had the heat on, it's like, cold. 65 for like last month, and my 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 parents got the electric bill, and it was five hundred and forty dollars. Well, yeah, so it's the whole. <laughs> you're getting double the heat now. And then pumping out double the heat. The, this this past month, I had it on. I had it. I didn't even have it on. I had it on only like, I don't know, a week at like sixty, and it was fucking three hundred and forty dollars still. So. So your parents kicked you out. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I'm, that's actually why I'm not moving out. I was forced out. <laughs> Well, we know I gave you the seat, but you can't use it. Yeah, yeah. Because, basically, 
Any last thoughts before we uh, venture off and conclude our last episode inside the Stellar Cellar? I just got to say, I can't wait to draft again. Well, I mean, it's not the last episode of the season. We still have the recap of the Super Bowl. So save that for that. We still got off season. We still got XFL. Yeah. We still yeah. got NFL draft. But. Yeah. We still got our Dynasty League. Welcome to the Dynasty League. Thanks. I appreciate it. He's in my Dynasty League now. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Cool. It wasn't easy. No, we had a campaign for him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was like half the league didn't want him in, half the league did want him in. Wait, which league is this? Uh, technically the Lee's League. Oh, okay, that one. Part of the controversy. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. They didn't want you in the league? Well, I mean, he's... Well, he didn't work at Lee's. He worked on Main Road. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, I went to Lee's and got quarters once. <laughs> yeah, you're like... From Village. You made me... You 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 bought plenty of stuff. From Lee's yeah, Village Pizza years. would buy the produce from them, and I had to run yeah, remember, like a hundred dollar bill over there for a change. I remember Danny coming in all the time yeah. to get stuff. High school prez. Yeah, high school prez. So. Shout out one time. He's listening. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it was a little, little controversy of him getting into the league because mm. I guess he was in a prior dynasty league and it didn't fulfill his commitment. With one of the members in this one league. One of the members in this league. He was like, yeah, that's who's a kid. Fuck him, bro. He quit my dynasty league like a fucking snitch. <laughs> I don't want him in this league. We'll probably do the same thing. We can't let him in. If, we, if he does this again, it's on you, Commissioner. He said that to Zach, who's the commissioner. Yeah, he said uh, it's very irresponsible of you. Very irresponsible of you to let a guy like this kid in here in the league. I was like, fuck off. I feel, uh, I feel so like funny. I might know who said that. Uh, you can get uh, a uh, wild after, guess. We can, after talk the after the, we can talk after the podcast. Um... All right. That's it. Super Bowl, 49ers, Chiefs. It's been real in the cellar cellar, man. Just think, next time we do the podcast, we won't have to be cold ever again. That's right. Unless you we do it outside. Oh, fuck that. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs>